It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli. I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Living in faithful truth. John 8 and 32 says, and ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Power to lift you up, power to set you free. We need a power lift, the truth will set you free. Living in faithful truth, receive the work in need. Power of the gospel ministries, preach the word indeed. We're here to help each other, witness the truth and protect each other. So we set aside ourselves so we can reach each other. So let your worship cry, let your praise out. Now let the truth of in you, release that holy shout. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Power Lift, where we are living in faithful truth. You have none other than Lady Crystal, and sadly, Reverend Red is um, out on assignment in Kansas. But I am here. I may not deliver the prayer as much and as fun as he is, and I promise I will not do the joke of the day. But <laughs> I am excited that you have joined us. So thank you so much for coming and being a blessing to us with your presence. So before we get started, I'm going to go ahead and pray. And then we are going to dive into our announcements and get into our interview with our amazing guest. So, Heavenly Father, we bless your name, we praise you, and we honor you, Father God. Father, we ask you, Lord God, to bless the power lifters, Lord God. Bless our coming in and our going out. Bless our guests. Bless our amazing producer, none other than Jerry Royce and the Positive Power Media family. Father, we thank you for bringing us this far in 2023. And we ask you, Lord God, to continue to do great things. We ask you to put testimonies in our mouth. And we ask you, Lord, to allow us to stand in awe of your glory. So have your way tonight, God. In Jesus' name, I pray and ask it all. Amen, amen, and amen again. So let's get into our um, announcements, we always ask you to go to powerofthegospel.org. And by going to powerofthegospel.org, you can find out a little bit more about Reverend Red and Lady K. And always, if you are interested in donating to help us further the gospel, you can do it right there on powerofthegospel.org. And we are so very um, excited and blessed to um not only experience the gospel um, on Sunday mornings and on Wednesdays by our own pastor, Reverend Red. Please tune in to Facebook and Instagram live um, at 10 a.m. on Sunday mornings and 7 p.m. That's Central Standard Time on Wednesdays to hear an amazing living and faithful truth word. Now, if you want to know more about what Lady K has going on, please go to crystalhenry.net and you can find out about some of our amazing coaching offers, um, about our books that I have to offer. We just released Made to Leave Millions Mandate. So if you are looking to get 
a autographed copy, go to crystalhenry.net and you can order that right there. The copies, um, the hard copy is, or the paperback is available now. And um, remember, don't forget, Made to Lead Millions is available as well. So, um, and if you are looking for an amazing event and you are a coach, a leader, a kingdompreneur, an author, or a speaker, check out Made to Lead Millions Wealth Cruise, October 12th through the 16th, 2023, from Galveston, Texas, to Cozumel. This four-day cruise is not just a cruise, but it's a way that we will be learning in luxury and we will be inspired and gain great knowledge on how to change your bottom line if you are an author, a coach, a leader, leader kingdompreneur, or a speaker. So go to madetoleadmillions.com madetoleadmillionscruise.com. So thanks so much for listening. So now let's get into who we have with us on tonight. Let me introduce our amazing guest for you. We have a songwriter, a vocalist, a drummer, and a worship, worship leader right out of the beautiful city of brotherly love, Philadelphia. This amazing artist began his journey at four. His musical influences include Hezekiah Walker, Fred Hammond, Marvin Winans, Ty Tribbett, Smokey Norfield, Mary Mary, and so many more. We are glad to say that he was a SOAR Awards performer, male solo vocalist of the year, 2022 Red Hands Family Reunion, Top 40 Single Walk Around, and, and so <laughs> thank you so much for um, letting us know. So I'm excited to say that we have um, Christian Brothers here on tonight, and so I'm excited to introduce the, this amazing group. Um, their story is going to knock you off your seat. So put your hands together and welcome the Christian Brothers Band. Hello, hello. Good evening uh, to you all. <laughs> good evening. How are you? Uh, we're doing wonderful. Um, as once again, God has been safer to us. We thank the Lord for this opportunity just to be heard. Absolutely. This is going to be a phenomenal time tonight. So go ahead and introduce the band to us. Um, well, um, first and foremost, I'm uh, Pastor Escalera Lashua. I am the lead singer of the group. Um, I'm tonight. Most of the other guys are working, but okay. I'm I'm just glad to be on. I'm glad to be on here tonight. Um, just the opportunity, just to uh, touch and agree with some other folk that are in the king. Yeah, meet some friends that I never met before, so I'm excited. Absolutely, we are so excited that you. <laughs> are here to to share with us how y'all got started, what your music is about, what your journey has been like. So um, is are you the only one on here tonight? I am the only one on here tonight. Great. Great. Um, Great. Well, tell us the so, names. If you could just tell us the names of um, your full uh, Christian brothers, that way, we'll they'll be mentioned. Everybody will get mentioned. Okay, okay, that does no problem. Again, uh, my name is Pastor Esquilera Lashur. Um, along with myself, my brother, who is Kelvin Lashur, we're the only two originals, and then we have another young man that's been with us over twenty something years. His name is okay. Ellis, and the newer guys is uh, Michael. Um, 
Michael Peterson and Jerome um, Adams, and that's what the know. All these are all the guys that oppose the Christian brothers. These little five little fellas here. Um, the group started over. Yeah, the group started over forty ago. Um, with my father, the late great Reverend David Lashure, um, and he had a vision to start the group with his sons. I have another older brother who's um. He moved to so he's no longer with the group. But mm-hmm. uh, that's how I started my father and my myself and my two and some other gentlemen. That's how the group started. Wow, that is amazing. You know, it's nothing like family, and it's nothing like family singing together. Um, how was it growing up with a house full of singers? <laughs> Uh, baby, it was pretty difficult. <laughs> um, my father, um, he sang with a, um, he sang with some of the several groups around here in the city of Cleveland. Matter of fact, he was one of the. They were one of the few groups that recorded on the um, uh, with Don Roby at which was Peacock Records. So he had recorded nationally, and he had. A, after late uh, William Spivey and the Sons of Truth, uh, the writer of the song Operator, and he sang with them for quite some time. So in the family, um, uh, myself and my brother could sing, and we had another brother that could, just couldn't stand to sing. And then I have some sisters that sing, and, and wow. now it's cultured, yeah, cultivated into some nieces and nephews that are singers as well. Absolutely phenomenal. So it's just a, uh, <laughs> it's a, a family affair. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. So it's um it's uh trickled down into uh, all family. Um, I have a wife that uh she comes from a family group here in Cleveland called the Maxing. She's a phenomenal singer, and then I have a daughter who works uh who sings. Operation ministry with us uh, at the church, and she's another anointed. Uh, so it's it's just all in the family. My daddy's sisters and brothers were singers as well. So uh, it's all in the family. That is amazing! Wow. Now, when you're, um, w- when did you know that you were a singer? Was it just something that came so natural? Or um, did you have to figure it, figure your way out or in? Well, I think, well, what actually happened was when we were smaller with my friend, uh, he would have us sit down and uh, he would sing. And then we had to sit there and sing. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, did, you know, I didn't really too much care for it. Uh, my brother who sing with me now, he has a twin. Sing, so he would sit there pouting, you know, and and crying and stuff. But uh, I like to sing. I mess around and start liking it, and I've been singing ever since. Oh, that is great! Now, do, does anyone write music? Myself and myself and my brother, um, uh, we do a lot of writing and arranging for the groups. Uh, the group, uh, pretty much. Um, we have another, well, there's some of the other guys that were with us before. Uh, so, um, we had a couple guys then at that time that were with us previously that did write, write for the group at times, you know, but currently, um, pretty much is myself or my brother. Excellent. Excellent. Now, do you play instruments? Uh, I can play, I'm, uh, I can play some guitar. I can play, uh, I played I played drums sometime at church at uh, the drumming on show, and um and and I am a very skilled bass player. Okay, okay, that's excellent. So let me ask you this now. Um, I, I just remember being younger, and uh, my pastor would tell me, "Okay, you're gonna go and you're gonna be on the praise and worship team, or you're gonna sing in the choir." And I'm thinking, how? Okay, you know, out of obedience. Okay, I'm going to go sing. What are some of the things that you thought you couldn't do um, 
that you just found yourself, okay, I'm going to be obedient. Um, and I'm asking you this as a pastor. Um, what are some of the things that you thought you couldn't do, but you had to be obedient to God or to, you know, one of your other leaders? Uh, first of all, I, I thought I, I thought I, I never thought in a million years that I ever would be a preacher, let alone a pastor. <laughs> <laughs> so that that itself have taken me to a whole different level, you know, in my uh, obedience to the Lord. Um, I never really thought that I would ever be um, a lead singer. Because that wasn't my aspiration. My aspiration was really just to sing in the background on occasion. Mm -hmm. um, but at the time, it was just my father said, well, he said, we need to sing. Um, hey, you know, and since that time, we can leave with the group. Mm, okay. Okay. And now, I love the fact that you said, well, I never thought. What were you wanting <laughs> to be <laughs> besides what God had you become as a pastor? What were your aspirations? What did you want to be? I wanted to be a, I wanted to be a, I wanted to be a soldier, be a mm. policeman. Uh, I wanted to be a lot of things, but pastor, never a preacher, let alone mm. a pastor. <laughs> <laughs> now, did you, was this something that you ran from, or did you run into it? Well, I'm going to be honest with you. Um, I have to be uh, transparent. Uh, I was about 13 or 14. Uh, this pastor named Pastor Perryman, he told me, I'm about 13, 14. He said, hey, boy, you got preacher eyes. I like mm -hmm. something wrong with him because I never knew what preacher I looked like, and he mm -hmm. definitely got um got to be. I say if he think I have preacher eyes, <laughs> and um, and I, I messed around. <laughs> Do you know what that means? But that's what he tells me. Mm -hmm. I, I never understood it. I didn't okay. understand it then, and still don't understand it now. <laughs> but I, I know exactly. A, what he was uh, speaking, um, and I, I was uh, missing, and that's what happened. I was at the age of 24, and now 24, when I got saved and accepted mm -hmm. the Lord Jesus as my personal Savior, and I knew um, that he had a calling on my life. I didn't know what, but then I, I had this... Um, I just knew that he was calling me to preach. <clears throat> and what I did, I just wouldn't acknowledge it. Mm -hmm. When I didn't acknowledge you know, talk about it, I didn't want to have nothing to do with that. That's not something I'm responsible for. Uh, I just, I was 25. I just gotten, I didn't want to be responsible for nobody but myself and my, mm -hmm. and what the Lord did, this is, this is remarkable what, how this happened. Mm -hmm. For like six months straight, I worked at a job. I worked in the, in the steroid room on this job mm -hmm. for this pharmaceutical company, and I had to be at work every day at a, in the morning. Off working at 12, and I would pick my daughter up and take her home, pick her up from school with me, nap or anything. I would go to bed at 10 o'clock. I would sleep for less than 30 minutes, and I'd be up till it was time to go to work. And this happened for fun. So I got up one particular Sunday morning um, when they opened the doors. I got up strictly to go up just to rededicate, to make a conscientious decision that I was this moment forth. I'm saved, but this moment forth, I'm going to live my life a lot different and committed to my walk with the Lord. Mm -hmm. And when I got up there, I got up there and I stood there. I got to crying and I said, Lord, call me to preach. Lord, have mercy. I said, where are from? But I tell you what, I went to bed and slept for the first time. Mm. Six months. I was able to 
and go to sleep and sleep mm-hmm. throughout the night. Yeah. In public, um, uh, that I've been called to the ministry, and I've been running for him ever since. Wow, that's excellent. You know, to to know that there was at one point there was something that you knew changed when you decided to make a change, and you were able to see it right away. Yeah, and I remember when I got. Yeah. I got saved in my living room and I had to teach Sunday school the next day. And I prayed, I cried, I prayed. I didn't understand. But after I said the sinner's prayer off of an album, um, a John P. Key album, I picked up the Sunday school lesson and I was able to understand. And that's mm. how I knew I was saved. That's how I knew mm happen. And so, and I was able to teach someone that had been in church um, for over 20 years, something they had never seen in the scripture. So I was like, I know this is God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I know this right, is God. Right, right. And so, um, are there any times when you were in worship or along your journey with the Lord that um, something miraculous happened and you had to say, I know this is God? Well, um, I, it's been so things that I just couldn't put my hand on just on one thing, but I would say this. Um, um, I was um, in a hospital mm-hmm. and I had um, pleurisy pneumonia Pneumonia. Mm. I was pretty sick. I was pretty sick, and my wa- my wife is a uh, is a woman of faith, mm-hmm. and I never uh, coming. I'm coming out of the Baptist church. You didn't hear too much about laying on the hands and things mm. of that nature. Or it was me the sound or something in that nature. Spooky. When you heard that, they laid it on me. You know, it sounded something so intrusive. Mm-hmm. But I never forget. You know, I had a blood clot in my lung, and the concern was if this blood clot moved, that could be in a life-threatening situation. I mm-hmm. never forget my wife when they got ready to take me down uh, to X-ray me, and my wife prayed a prayer healing over my life, hands on me. Mm. And by the time that we left uh, down on the x-ray table, and I, and I shared it with people, and I said, Jesus, when he climbed over in the bed with mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> Amen. It touched my body. I felt him when he climbed to the bed. It touched my body. Amen. And by the x-ray and everything, they couldn't find the blood clot nowhere. Amen. Glory yeah. to God. Look, I was done, you know, and I knew that was that was the move in the hand of God, and Amen. then and that that one encounter strengthened me in other areas of my. It strengthened me in my belief on the healing virtue of Christ, mm. because Jesus said, "Those that would follow me would do, and I they would be able to lay their hands on, and then it would yes. recover, and those that were sick." Will it be healed? And, and and just understanding the concept of experiencing that, you yeah. know, it was a magnificent thing and that, that I was able to walk from that moment forth and have no doubt about the yeah. power of God or what he can do. Amen. Amen. That is so good. Um, now, with you writing songs, writing music, has how does the Lord... Um, give you songs? How do you write them? About me. Mm. <laughs> happened with the, the things that I've experienced, things that I've mm-hmm. seen others that are close to me, uh, situations and circumstances. And pretty much every song I have written has been pretty much biblically connected. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hear a lot of people talk about 
they sing gospel music, and if the, if you sing the gospel music, and nothing about Jesus singing gospel <laughs> music, that's inspirational music. Okay. Um, in order for us to sing the gospel, then the gospel has got to give people. It's not hoping I would give, but hoping yeah. Christ. So Amen. I've heard a lot of sing gospel. I said, well, hear Jesus' name. Mm-hmm. His, his name is not him. His name is not he. His name is Jesus. Come on. And in fact, God was so specific about his name that he said that there was only one in heaven by which yeah. a man is able to be saved. And that's the name of Jesus. So he's specific about the power of his it was so strong that demons tremble with fear. The end time that every knee is going to bow and every tongue is going to confess that that whizzy, that he is the Lord. Yes. Uh, so I think it's important that if we're going to write about about the gospel, the name needs to be mentioned in the song. There needs to be a, a connection um, that leads folk to the cross. Yes. Yes, absolutely. I totally agree. And the pureness, there's such a pureness um, when you write, uh, when you biblically write, because um, the Bible is God breathed. Oh, yeah. I also believe that the music that God blesses us to sing is God breathed. You know. Oh yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, um, music ministry is so important, and I and I and I I'm trying to it's properly because. I don't want to get in trouble. Uh, <laughs> so powerful, mm-hmm. and we manipulated music, and we we contaminated it. Uh, mm-hmm. Taking something holy and trying to handle it with our dirty hearts and our dirty little hands—that mm-hmm. uh, it's become so contaminated. But music, powerful, mm-hmm. said that the Lord was sending a strong, but sent us evil spirit on Saul. Yeah, David with heart, and I didn't write this, but the Bible said that it would drive that spirit, spirit from at, Saul. Right? Yes. Yeah. Now, now and, I believe that I could. I, I I believe. See, a lot of folks talk about sing. I do praise and worship. See, if you're not worshiping Monday through Sunday, then you ought not be a worship leader because isn't the worship experience is 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 a lifestyle. It's not yeah. something that you could do just because because you're skillful. The Bible said, "Give answers." So we have a lot of folks standing behind us, preaching the gospel of Christ on their way to hear the folk that are singing that are not busting down the gates of hell. Because I really believe in my sanctifice that, that under our ministry. And when we lay before God and ask God for our, the right message and the right, I believe that that, that song way and it me for that person to make a conscientious decision for the seed be planted in their heart so they can make a decision to come to Christ. And I think that when we contaminate the music and we contaminate the gospel of Christ through song and by word, I think we're doing a, a, a tremendous disservice. Yes, yes. Um, mm-hmm. and injustice. I wrote this song. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, I wrote this song um so a few, I think it was 2013. Mm-hmm. And it was called "Lord Help Me." Mm-hmm. And, uh, in the context of the song, was I was sitting in my kitchen, mm-hmm. and me and my wife, we were going through a bad time. I made up in my mind, my testosterone, my ego, my pride was gone. I said, mm-hmm. "You know what? I'm finally going to place to go. I'm moving." Mm-hmm. And, and I said at table, and I just simply. Uh, because I remember reading, and I believe, yeah, some part of it, where it says that the Lord is a present help in trouble. And mm-hmm. I just simply said, Lord, help me. Mm. And and the Lord came and sat down next to me at that kitchen table. Mm-hmm. And he fixed it. And then when he fixed it, I wrote that song. Mm. That song has taken us across the country. Amen. Amen. Now, 
um, how many awards have you won um, as a singer song? Oh, <laughs> oh uh, we've won numerous awards. Um, uh, the American Gospel Quartet Convention, we um, in favorite new artists of the year. We were one of the one of the they had a perfect score. We uh first place in the Luther Barnes on Fall Classic. Um we won we won several awards uh locally and nationally. God has been so um he's been really kind, he's been merciful to us. Amen. Amen. That's excellent. You know, it's um one thing to write, it's one thing to worship and um, to see God move, to see God heal. Have you seen God move and heal while you were ministering, while your group was ministering in song? Um, what I've seen and what I've heard is the testimonies of so many. Um, I remember singing in Alabama and Birmingham and 32 o'clock in the morning, we were singing the song, uh, Standing in the Need of Prayer. Mm. Young man gave his life to Christ. Mm. Amen. Remember maybe about a couple of years, right? But right before the pandemic, um, sitting in rehearsal and just sharing with the, some of the emails, some of the, uh, the inboxes, the young lady said she was about to kill herself. And the songs that we sang and some of the and and uh, helped her uh, to maintain, you know, to hear uh, me and um, because I've lost a son. I lost mm. a son. This uh, uh, fourteen years old lost him through sickness, and to be able to to share with those that have lost children that may have died tragically through, you know, violence or whatever, but yeah. to let them and to reassure them, you know, that God is a sustainer. He's a keeper. Yeah. That he's a calm. He is, the Corinthians say he is a God. And to hear these different testimonies and to have folks stand up during the midst of to testify about the goodness of the Lord uh, yeah. the move of God, of many of care. Amen. That is phenomenal. Now, let me ask you this. Um, going through the pandemic, you know, a lot of doors of the church, of different churches closed. How did the pandemic affect your ministry as a pastor? Well, um, I think what the was um, for many, and then I think the, the greatest impact was I calling call for the Lord to draw us closer to him and get out of uh, out of our uh, uh, convoluted thinking and uh, teachings and, and learn really had to trust him because mm. the government didn't have the answer. Yes. Uh, yes. The doctors didn't answer. Yes. So we were in we were in a position where we had to totally we we seen these sons I'm learning to lean and totally depend on Jesus. Well, the Lord put us in the in the position where we had to learn how to totally lean and depend on Him. This is the first in the history of this country where we saw every major facet close. All the all the casinos closed, all yeah. the sporting events closed, all the entertainment closed, and the church closed. Every yeah. major closed, and I believe that God was calling His people because a lot. See, we we did a lot of times. Folks do a lot of stuff outside the home, but it, there come a time where um, uh, if you're gonna say you're a man of God, you ought to pastor your home oh, and. and, and in in in, in I, I I might get in trouble, trouble, but I stand high, I stand the ground, I stand it's shaky ground, but I stand, and I believe in my sanctified heart that there were some churches that that Ichabod Ichabod that the spirit of the Lord had to, and I believe God shut them down. Mm. Oh, oh. Okay. I really believe that God. Because they haven't, they've not been able to reestablish 
Yes, that's it. That's it. And I, I think that um, by the shutdown, it was to get our attention. Um, mm. you know, a lot of times, uh, and, and not just the shutdown, but George Floyd. Um, it There were so many oh, yeah. things that happened, like one right after another. How did um, George, seeing George Floyd, what happened, how it transpired, how did that affect you as a um, man, as an African-American man? We, uh, we've been dealing with injustices for all our lives. Yes. Uh, we've been dealing with this for a long time. The only difference is now that we're able to capture it and for everybody in the country all at and one time. In the world. And yeah, everybody was able to see what we've been seeing for since I was uh, uh, in a person that a, that had brown skin, such as ours. We mm-hmm. we understand there's nothing new. Right. It got exposed to a whole world to see what we've been saying, that they actually got a chance to see it with their own two eyes. Yes. And I really believe that God God un- uncovered it because mm-hmm. we're in a season, I believe that God is calling the church back that it's gotten away from holiness. Yes. We categorize that thing as being a denomination. Mm-hmm. No, he said, be holy for I holy say of the Lord. He yes. denomination don't stamp on it. He put his stamp of who he was, his personhood on it. Yes. You be holy because I'm holy. Yes, because we are made in his image, and we are yes. his image. Yes, absolutely. That's amazing. So I, 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 at one point during 2020 and all the way through 2022, you know, I was hoping that God was going to raise up um, someone like a Martin Luther King um, to to lead. But what God was showing me was um, it's not about one person on earth. It's about all of us turning to him as our heavenly father. Come on here, daughter. (laughs) That was a good, that was an awesome statement there in itself. Amen. Amen. Yeah, Yeah, that was an awesome statement in itself. I think in this, with everything that was going on, and that God took all the insignificance we mm. doing at church mm. uh, in a way because we didn't have time for it no more. In the waste uh, with announcements and all that stuff, when He took all that stuff away and made us have to center on Him. And yeah. him only, because yeah. we didn't have time for nothing else. So we had to get in church and, and put our focus on worship. Yeah. Time, you know, for the choir to march up. We didn't have to, for the usher to do their thing. We didn't have time for the deacons to do their thing. Well, we only had enough time to get people to church if that can't. It's to get them to the feet of Jesus so that they can hear what the Lord had to say. Amen. And I think what he's that is it showed that there was a lot of time wasted that, and we spent a lot of time doing everything but what we should have been there for and that was he he, he is the marquee not how big you not how you speak not how great your choir uh, sound not yeah. because your church looked like a palatial castle but jesus said these ways he said and if i and if i'll be lifted up i'll yeah. draw men unto me so he didn't, and I think we had to get back to understanding that we need to lift Jesus and stop mm-hmm. lifting ourselves and lifting our churches and our denominations and start yeah. lifting Jesus to be drawn back to him. Amen. That is so true. So true. Um, absolutely true. So what would you, I, my question for you now is, what would you say to that man of God who is running from the call of pastoral shepherd leadership, what would you say to that man today? What I would tell him, uh, 
it's better that you would just submit yourself unto the will of God. And because if if he called you to it, you're going to do it. <laughs> and All that's right. what I shall adopt. <laughs> if he's called you to it, um, you're not going to leave this earth until you do it. Okay. Um, much to you, much to you think you are in control, but we're really not in control of anything. You know, though the Lord allows us to operate in it's a will, but those that have oil on them that have really been called, and that's what I start realizing is the ones that really, because the Bible says that uh, the job of a bishop, you know, men that desire the job of this bishop desire good work. Uh, but many are called, but only a few are, called, are chosen. There's many that are called, but there's only a select, a remnant that's been chosen. And and the ones that um, oh, the preacher, Bishop Skinner, he was out of the Bread of Life Church in, uh, down in Columbus, Georgia. And he told me something one time. He says, hey, man, he says, uh, I'm going to share this with you. I said, he said, you might not understand it right now. He said, but usually the ones, man, that God hands on are the ones that's running from him. Mm. I said, oh, wow. And then when I started parlaying and looking it over, absolutely right. Yeah. You know, many of the guys that, that God has really want to running from him. Jonah ran because he didn't. He jumped. He was up and then the vice say, and he ran. Yeah. But God slow walked him until he said he submitted. Yes. And the message, his message he had was so powerful that the king said, "I'm not gonna just be in sackcloth, but everybody gonna be in sackcloth. Put on the animal and ashes." Mm. Hmm. Hmm. Well, let me ask you this. We just have a few more minutes. Um, I, I'm going to ask you this question, and then after that, I'm going to ask you to give, you know, information on how people can reach you and get in touch with you um, and, the, and the group um, to either have you sing or find your music. But my question to you is, um, if you have a message for 2023, for the people of God, um, you know, just what has God placed on your heart um, to give to the people or pour out to the people or your theme for 2023? Can you tell us what that is? And then 2021, mm-hmm. and two and 20, uh, you said cash your cares upon me mm. for you. And I just want to tell my brothers, my my friends that are going things and that are struggling in alcohol or sex or are struggling with your sexual struggle, smoke, a person, fornicating, whatever. Listen, you need to understand concerns concerns the Lord. It, it concerns. That's why he told you is upon me for I care for you. He, if he had to, a lady that, if that you, he would have done it. If it was on on a crowd, if you were the only individual, he would have died. So Christ died. We opportunity to to live in that by him. So. Stop walking around thinking that you in this hell. You got a savior that loves you so much that he gave it for you. He paid a ransom to pay for yourself. So get up from wherever you are. Mm-hmm. Don't let nobody tell you that you the worst or you everyone that God scripted are doing something before he got his hands on them. Amen. So that's, I would just tell you that that's that's my thoughts, that's my creed, that's my decree, and that's my plea, is that you understand that God loves you no matter where you or what you've done. You're not that bad. And if you don't believe me, come here, Saul Natasha's mm. had letters with the gold, the the the, the kill, and the Bible was on the road of this. Around and had an encounter 
Amen. Jesus. Amen. Well, can you please let everybody know how they can reach you, how they can um, get you to come preach at their church or the group. Um, let let everyone know how to get in contact with you. Well, if you want to, uh, you can reach us um, by way of Twitter, Twitter, or you can use uh, reach us by Christian Brother um, Facebook. You can contact us through our record label, Millennium Record Group, or you can reach out to me directly on Escalera. It's 216-394-9697. Like I said, you can reach out through the record company. or reaching out to them. You can book in this company. You can reach them at. One seven zero six zero three eight eight. As well, if you want our music and re- music, social um, media's Apple, Google, uh, Spotify, place Christian Brothers. We never to beg, and I'm sixty years old, and I do. I try my Beg at this age, but will you please, mama, please uh, go out and uh, support us? Don't download the music. Amen. Amen. (laughs) Amen. I have thoroughly enjoyed this amazing interview time. Um, Our producer, Jerry, is going to play um, two of your songs. Um, it has just been a phenomenal blessing to be able to hear your testimonies, to experience the anointing, the oil that has been on your life. Um, and it, I'm just so grateful to have had you on this podcast tonight. It has been such a phenomenal time. Um, do you have any books? In in the making, are you a writer? Um, any plays, anything like that in your pocket? Well, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. But I do have a um, I have a, a heart that's given unto me, and you're probably maybe for a person now that I'm sharing it with a friend of mine. He's gonna burden uh, it for me and everything. But uh, I have a book in my heart that I I know that and that we're looking in uh, with the people leave in my heart to help a lot of folks like me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I want to take this moment thank you all so dearly um, for taking even considering having us on you all's platform. I don't um, believe anything happens, you know, happenstance. I believe that any links and that God is for us to be able to read the Bible again, lest we show ourselves friendly. I have shown you by allowing us to come on your just to be heard. We didn't play a song, just us just to. To, to, to talk and talk yeah. about the kingdom and kingdom business. Yeah. Uh, you you bless my soul. Amen. Um, I've sang all over this country, but it's something about the intimacy about being able to just talk about the goodness and the word of the Lord that just means so much. And, and then, you know, when you're talking to kingdom folk. Yes, absolutely. I've done a many of uh, radio interviews and podcasts, and some of them, I can be honest that I knew, um, oh God, but it's something when you can, because the Bible said with two or three were, cut, were gathering themselves, touching the green, and he would be in the midst. And you yeah. know when you're touching and agreeing with somebody that's in the kingdom because it's just the, the the spirit of the Lord is in the place, and I just want to thank the Lord so so dearly. For, um, 
uh, the Christian brothers and just taking the opportunity, giving us the opportunity just to talk with you on and to just to be heard on your platform. I, I don't, I don't, I don't take it on, and, and and I don't take it for. There are so many tremendous artists out here that anybody could have been on here. So I just thank the Lord for this mm-hmm. opportunity friendship and kinship that he's granted us. I, I mean that from the bottom of my heart. And anybody that know me tell you, I don't say things just to say them. I say them because I mean them. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you so much. Um, I'm so excited because we're about to play um, two of your songs. So again, thank you for joining us. Um, I want to thank, thank you. the audience. Y'all are amazing power lifters. Thank you for another amazing show. Please stick around and hear the Christian Brothers um, as uh, we play these next two songs. Again, meet us next Thursday, the same time, the same place, for Powerlift with the amazing Jerry Royce, our producer. I bid everyone good night and God bless. Until next time, thank you so much. God bless.
They that wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They that wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings of an eagle. They shall run and not be
Slide Worldwide Podcast.